0: Hello, bosses. Welcome back to a special episode of BYOB. Today, we have not one, but two special guests on the show. And not only are they special guests, they are both of our guys. Welcome, Malik, and welcome, Jake, to BYOB.
1: Thank you for having us. appreciate it. <laughs> it's good to be here. We're mm-hmm. so
0: excited
2: to have them both on and be able to... Yeah, I have two special guests, but we've talked about them many times and now they're here so you can get to know them and uh, hear a little bit more about them, which will be fun.
0: It's about time because me and Ellie have talked so much about you guys and I feel like our listeners probably have a good idea of who you guys are, but now we get to hear directly from you Mm -hmm. and have you on the show and you get to see a little bit of behind the scenes of what we do. All the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who knows what
2: we're going to get in today's episode. It may be chaotic, but it'll be fun.
0: Hey bosses, this is Rianne, and this is Ellie and you're listening to the Be Your
2: Own Boss podcast. It's time for happy hour with your favorite hype squad. Here we inspire you to be the CEO of your life because you don't need a business to be your own
0: boss. We know that navigating the ups and downs of life can be overwhelming, but you're not alone. Let's level up together and tap into our boss energy. Grab a
2: beverage. It's time for BYOB. Ooh. We love to kick off our episodes like happy hour. We play off of BYOB as in bring your own beverage and be your own boss. So let's start it off with what beverages the newlyweds brought. Mm-hmm.
3: That's uh, crazy. What did we bring the finest and only the finest of all Costco Kirkland red wines?
0: Ooh, yes.
3: <laughs> you can't get it anywhere else.
0: Leftover from the wedding. Cheers, bosses.
3: Cheer- Cheers. Cheers,
0: Cheers bosses for sure. <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys have over there? Ooh, looks like something red in a glass as well. Yes.
2: Jake, what do we have?
1: Um, We have a red wine. Yes. I don't know the specifics of it.
2: It's actually just called Red Wine. It's from Fest Parker in Santa Barbara.
0: Okay, this is so fun. And yeah, I feel like we're going to get a little chaotic because the guys have no idea what is in store for them. Me and Ellie did prepare a little something something before mm-hmm. we jumped on. But truly, I think you'll get to hear a lot of their personalities today, like who you are as people, and we're also gonna put you in the hot seat.
3: Oh snap. You ain't tell me <laughs> that. Okay.
0: But like Ellie mentioned, we just had our wedding, which was very exciting and very fun. Um, I wanna hear your guys' opinion on this too, because like not only was it fun for us, but like it was fun to see you guys being there and you guys having fun as well. So, Malik, how would you describe if you could encompass this weekend into a couple of sentences how would you describe it uh
3: like i can't even explain like i will never like very memorable very heartfelt a lot of emotions and like like i told you like one of the memories i'll never forget it was like very dope because we had her family there, the people that she really cared about, as far as like her mom, her dad, and her grandmother, and then I had my mom and dad and a couple of my um siblings and relatives over there, so just to see everybody come together was it was something nice to share and very a very special event for sure to mm-hmm. share with our families
2: <laughs> so fun yeah. it it's also so fun, just so Jake and I were there, and being able to meet both your families like. Um, yep. I've met your parents, and obviously, but like your grandma and Malik meeting your family and just seeing so many people mm-hmm. that you know you hear stories about and shared memories and being able to see everyone in the same room and just
0: enjoy each other's company and eat good food and dance—so fun! Mm-hmm. It was so fun. And what's what was even more special to me was having so many of the people that we love all in one room meet and get along Mm -hmm. so well with the other people that like they've never met over the weekend so jake i know that you've made some new
1: friends
0: (laughs) yes and you two
2: met malik and jake met for the first time which was super exciting Mm -hmm. in person Um, yes in person Mm -hmm. so yeah Rianne, what about you how would you give your um malik your description in a few sentences was beautiful Rianne, how
0: what would you say or i guess add on to that I, I felt like it was a dream in the best way. I know that people say that it goes by so fast, be present, enjoy the moment, but we had a whole wedding weekend and honestly, it it flew by. I felt like it was just like a dream in the very best possible way of how everything turned out, how beautifully the ceremony went, um, mm-hmm. just how special it was to truly make our vision come to life. Um, because. As you know, Ellie, like planning a wedding is not easy, and like executing it is a whole another thing. I was like very stressed up until the moment I walked down the aisle. Like as soon as I heard my cue from the music to walk down, I was like, okay, it's it's done. Like I'm gonna be fine. Like it's all gonna be so fun from here. And from that moment, it just like I just felt so like I don't know. I felt like airlifted. I felt like a little fairy just like floating <laughs> through the air. <laughs> yeah, sure. um But no, it was tr- really special to feel all the love and feel all of the joy and support Mm -hmm. all in one place. I think that's what really made it so special.
3: For sure. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, such a fun weekend and uh, just the most beautiful couple. Like, Oh my gosh, you both are amazing. It's so fun celebrating your love and and being out in San Diego and, and seeing everyone.
1: The weather could not have been any
3: better either. Yes. I mean, it was impeccable. saying that all week. Oh my gosh. Like- <laughs> yeah.
2: It was so good. Like, were we looking at possible jobs and rent in San Diego? A little bit. Maybe. <laughs> we are like, oh my gosh, yes. we were walking on the beach and we we're like, oh, we need to move here. It was in beautiful the weather.
3: remember too. That's the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So much fun. It- so hard to leave once you come here. And Ellie and Jake, I am manifesting that you guys do live here, even if it's just for a short period of time. Like, if we do get our own house, or even if we just have, like, a spare bedroom, come stay with us. We would love to host you for however long you want to stay. It'd be such a treat. Uh,
2: Well, yes. (laughs) That would be
1: awesome. (laughs) I I think at minimum, we need to at least become frequent visitors. Yes, for sure.
2: And luckily, Denver to San Diego, you can find some pretty good flight options. Um, sure. Like Frontier has some flights for like $118. And so you can uh-huh. find some good yeah. things. So, right back at you guys. You guys can always come to Denver. Come hang out with us in Denver okay. too.
3: Yeah, I've never been to Denver, so I definitely might have oh, to. Oh, yeah. If I you guys it. get sick of the beach and nice weather, you can yeah.
2: come during the <laughs> winter into the, and- the oh. snow and mountains cool and off snow. a
0: little bit. Yeah,
2: yeah. I love it. Well, uh, it's so it. fun to hear a little bit about wedding weekend because that is such a special time. I mean, like how incredible to be able to kind of have this time capsule of yes. like hearing your thoughts when it's fresh. I mean, that was only four days ago, right? <laughs> four days. great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know? Yeah. So it's so fun to hear your just experiences. And like, Rianne, you said you were stressed, but I feel like you're so calm, cool, and collected the whole morning. Oh, thank you. And it, <laughs> it was just a beautiful day. So fun.
0: You really helped out with that. If you weren't there, like helping me out with everything, Ellie literally hand-built my bouquet and it was beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. just having like the the help the support of you and everybody else being there really just oh mm-hmm. really just made it possible and stress-free yes so, well thank you and you now we can't wait have... to pass the baton over to you guys for oh, june when we yes. head to beautiful minnesota for june time oh, a june yes. wedding okay. it's gonna be so lovely yes.
2: It'll be so fun. But, um, yeah, you guys have such a beautiful and great tribe behind you, which is super yes. exciting. Oh, and, you. oh, my gosh, I just have to give a shout out to your grandma. Like, we <laughs> had the best time dancing with her and, like, cheersing. Oh, my gosh, it was so
1: yeah. funny.
0: Yeah. Jake was taking shots with my grandma, yeah. Apple. <laughs> <So cute. laughs> it was so funny. Jake picked up a couple of Chinese words. Oh, Amazing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he was Just dancing kidding. with my pops. I didn't even know until Rianne showed me. Like, oh, the a- video? Yeah, they was getting down on the dance floor for sure. They was having a good old time, man. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. So, well, well
3: was- Great wedding. He yeah. brought
2: out a lot of dance moves, a lot mm-hmm. of a classic, even a handstand on the dance floor. Or headstand, mm-hmm. not a handstand. Oh, yep. dang. I didn't even see that. A lot that. of interesting moves. I should have <gasps> taken a video. No, I yeah, he missed that I too. D- dang. And
3: then Ellie I don't, don't do that one very, very often. <laughs> Ellie brought out a couple dance moves herself. You're I ain't sweet. never heard of a signature dance move.
2: <laughs> yeah. Had my family doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so fun. Anyways, such a fun, fun time celebrating you guys and yes. meeting your family and
0: friends and just oh, such a fun weekend. It was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, I know we want to talk about. Put our guys in the hot spot, talk about like the very beginnings of our relationship, which is gonna be super fun. Mm -hmm. So, buckle in, guys. We hope you're ready. But before that, one more note on the wedding. I just wanna give a quick shout out to our favorite brand, Clearstem, because One of the most important parts about wedding prep is getting your skin just right. I know you've probably been there and I know if you're planning a wedding or if you have planned a wedding, skincare is like a very important key when it comes to doing your makeup and your whole wedding prep process. I just want to mention to you that ClearSem is having their biggest sale yet over November 17th to the 30th, where you'll get 26% off. This is their Black Friday it sale. It's the biggest sale they've ever had with 26% off. So go on ClearStem and use our code, be your own boss to get 26% off of all your purchases. Again, from November 17th to the 30th, 2023. Get all your skincare goodies, get wedding prepped, get yourself a little treat because you're going to treat yourself to 26% off with the code, be your own boss. Enjoy it. Okay. We hope you love it.
3: Yeah, I might have to oh use my that myself. Oh, my skin has been going through it, so I'm definitely going to be using Cold G. <laughs> yes,
2: Malik. You'll have to try out Clear Stem. Yeah, Clear man. Stem. Seriously, that is such an amazing sale. Like, I literally just stocked up. I just got a package the other day, but I'm stocking up again because you can't beat 26%. That's awesome. we will
1: have
2: to have yeah, Jake try I'm going
1: to have to stuff using it. He
2: just tried the Clarity Serum for the first time the other night. So... Ooh for some yeah
0: some breakouts but it's amazing so we'll have to get the guys on it for sure i love that you mentioned that because i was just thinking the other night of how two years ago i was probably out in the dating world crying over some situationship that didn't work out and now two years later i'm teaching my husband about how to use retinol and how to build <laughs> a proper skincare routine <laughs> like, it's crazy. That's
2: so what also, retinol is retinol used crazy? for i
3: don't know I don't know what it all used for. All I know is smell good and it makes my skin glowy. So that's Thank
0: amazing.
3: Man.
0: That's all you need to know. That's,
2: that's all, like all
3: I you need, need to, know. to
2: know. So, boys, it's time.
3: Let's go. A- <laughs> I Boy, that's why I'm here. <laughs>
2: all right. So we're so excited. As you both know, we've been wanting to have you on for a while. And football, life, <laughs> so many things are Maybe happening football. right now mainly football and trying to figure out a recording schedule that we don't have their teams playing. Um mm-hmm. so we're so excited that we are here. We've made it. Mm-hmm. And to kick it off, Ryan, should we start with some rapid fire questions or Let's do it. Okay.
0: Okay. Should I have Malik plug his ears while Jake goes first? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. So Plug your yeah,
2: we're going
0: to Play do some, some rapid-fire questions. Get get yeah. Play some so, music. Okay. So
2: people can get to know you guys.
1: Okay.
2: Hear a little bit more.
0: Okay. Let me... Do you want to ask... Or I can ask? Sure. Let me pull up my list. All right, Jake. You ready for your rapid-fire questions?
1: I am. Just Hit say me. the
0: first thing that comes to your head, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Favorite sports team? Vikings. Oceans or
1: mountains? Thai. Oh, yeah. Mountains. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Go-to appetizer. Wings. Go-to beverage.
1: Vodka soda.
0: Favorite thing about
1: your partner. How do I put it into one word?
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so rapid. What's the thing that comes to mind? Doesn't need to be one word.
2: Yeah.
1: Love.
0: Oh if you were an animal which animal would you be
1: dog golden retriever
0: i knew it i see that these are all very personality coded i love it
2: yes (laughs) okay great those are some quick questions now quiz malik it's
3: my turn
2: hopefully you didn't hear any of them
3: no i didn't all right let's do this
2: okay so are you ready
3: yeah let's do it
2: keyword rapid Okay, so favorite sports team? Eagles. (laughs) Oceans or mountains?
3: Oceans.
2: (laughs) Makes sense. Go-to appetizer? Calamari. Ooh, yum. Go-to beverage? Probably wine. My type. Nice. And then favorite thing about Rianne?
3: Her smile. Oh.
2: And then... What would you be if you were an animal? A panda. Ooh. (laughs) Those are good ones. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, these are so personality coded. I love it.
2: (laughs) We are very curious, Rhiannon and I, hearing your perspectives and stories on how we met. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before.
1: So senior year of college, I was working. There was a bar in Cedar Falls where we each went to school. Um, and I was working, what would you call it? Not a bartender, but like a beer
2: cart. Yeah. I had like a beer
1: cart and select drinks that I would hand out to people and shots were one of them. And we had a, didn't know at the time, but a mutual friend that Ellie was actually roommates with Mm -hmm. that I had known for years.
2: Shout out to Sid.
1: Shout out to Sid that she came up to me and we were, Like, oh hey, how are you? How are you? Kind of talking, and then she introduced me to Ellie, who was very quick to request a free shot.
2: I did not request one. (laughs) Love love that! that. I never requested
0: it. See this from the guy's perspective because we get a lot more color commentary. Okay,
2: but just to make it clear, I didn't request (laughs) Mm. to give.
1: Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, keep going. Two sides of every story.
2: <laughs>
1: and then I would say after that, and I don't, I don't know if you remember this as much as me, but like the first actual time that we hung out was probably two weeks after that. It was I don't know, like six o'clock. I went with a group of buddies to a bar just for a couple cocktails on the rooftop, and. Ellie was already there with one of her friends. So that was like the first actual, I guess, like sit down talking where it's not just, hey, can I get a free shot? Nope. All right. See ya.
2: Did not go like that. <laughs> also, this makes it sound like we are only at the bar all the time, which is not true either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, college. A different time.
1: And then, Yeah. Okay. But then after that, we just started hanging out in mutual friend groups. Um, And then, was it, when did we start dating? When did we? So, one of the smartest things I ever did was ask her to be my girlfriend um, the day after Valentine's Day because, A, it's an easy date to remember. You know, it's. Right next to a national holiday. And B, I bought myself three hundred and sixty-four days before I had to buy her a Valentine's Day present. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so, a tough one. If that's your first holiday as a couple together, yeah. What do you get your you know your significant other that you've been dating for a month or a couple weeks? And yeah. you,
2: you were working on Valentine's Day. I was. So So, yes, we started dating in 2020, got engaged in December of 2022. December 10th. December 10th, 2022. And then our wedding is in June of this year. So that's some background in the story. Interesting to hear your version, Jake, because I have some edits, but it's fun to hear. It's fun to hear the perspective from you.
0: Okay, now Ellie, yes, let's hear your notes.
1: Before Ellie says anything, I'd like to say that my version is a hundred percent true because okay. I had not been drinking cocktails that night,
0: okay,
2: so here's my the edits I'd like to submit for review so <laughs> the the original night we met, I don't think that I asked I think I was just trying to flirt a little bit to like you know maybe him feel inspired to give a free something didn't work. That's fine. It's okay. But I would say, yeah, we met or like actually got to talk and like get to know each other. Um, And then one of my favorite things about early time, like getting to know each other was we'd grocery shop, we'd watch Vikings games, we'd have sushi together on Fridays and like study together. So it was very fun. Like we were like friendly for a while before we were dating. So.
1: Just to show nice. up to the business building, yes, for no reason, just yes. to sit with Ellie for a little bit.
0: Yeah, Aww, that's adorable. Yeah, and then we
2: were dating for like two months, <laughs> no, a month and a half, and then everything shut down. Yeah, and totally. that was a time where it's like we weren't really seeing each other, even though we were. I mean, we we eventually saw each other, but we were like, should we even see each other? Like, it's just right. everyone can remember those early days where you have no idea what's happening. So, but we made it through long. We made it through that long distance, and now we're in the same state and city, which is nice.
1: Yep, nice. Dang. Okay, you guys At have
2: been that. through a lot. Yes.
0: Yeah. From getting rejected on your first drink, (laughs) to sushi dates, to the pandemic, through dating long distance. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So we, oh, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say that, you know, obviously the pandemic sucked. But one silver lining of it was that because we were doing long distance, flights were very cheap. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were getting, you know.
2: Oh, my gosh. I had a $14 flight one time. From Minneapolis to Denver.
1: (laughs) I feel like the average flight cost was probably like $70.
2: For two years, we were kind of going back and forth, visiting each other when we could. And then I moved out to Denver almost two years ago, this February. So now from there, we're doing like mid-distance, kind of, where we're not fully in the same city all the time with some work projects. But we've come a long way to being closer, which is awesome. Yay! Anyway, that's our story, that's our background. But now I'm kicking it over to you guys. Malik, give us your your version, Malik's version of right. how you two met.
3: This is Malik's version on how I met my wife. Okay. So, that's so cute. Um, I had just came off of deployment in 2022. And um I was roommates with my boy Ethan at the time, who I was with on deployment with. And um He had met his girlfriend on Bumble – well, his wife now on Bumble. And um, he used to be in the room with me all the time just hanging out. We would watch the fights. But then, obviously, when you're involved with a woman that you care about or you're trying to build something with, you disappear from the boys. So he wasn't (laughs) in the room no more. So he he was always down in San Diego. Our base is a little bit north, but he was always in San Diego with his wife just hanging out and then, um, like – a month or two may have went by. And then, um, he had came back to the room one day just to hang on. He's like, Hey man, there's this, um, there's this girl that just moved into, um, uh, Monica's house, Monica being his wife who owns this house. And he was like, yo, she's, she's dope, man. Like, I think you guys would have like a great vibe together. And me, I was just doing my own thing. I was just like focusing on myself at the time, getting ready to, go to my next duty station. I was like getting ready or picking orders to go to Florida. I wanted to go back on the east coast to be close to family. But um nevertheless, I was like he showed me photos of her and I was like, "Oh, she's pretty cute." I was like, "All right, cool. Let's it looks like she loves to travel. She she has a nice smile. Let's see. Like, let's just see where it goes. Let's just have a good time." That was like that was my my only intent on the night was just to have a good time, see where it goes. If it goes well, then we'll move forward. If not, then it, it is what it is. And um, with me, I'm very extra when it comes to, like, dates. Like, so I wanted to make a good impression. For some reason, I wanted to go, like, above and beyond on this date. So I was like, all right, let me get this fresh outfit on. And then let me bring flowers. So I bought, like, a bouquet of flowers Dang. on my way. And I got a haircut the day of, like, a fresh old haircut. Dang. So there you go. <laughs> she, um, and I bought this bouquet of flowers. I don't know um did it have your favorite do you remember if it had your favorite flower in there or not so nevertheless i bought a nice bouquet of flowers and i'm driving down to san diego and i'm like just hella nervous i'm like am i gonna be nervous the whole time is it gonna be weird is it gonna be awkward and then um i remember we went to a brewery down here in san diego and I walk in and before I walk in, I just take a deep breath and I'm like, all right, it's going to be chill. I'm here with Ethan. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good double date. I walk in and um, she's facing me and I see her face and I'm like, oh man, okay, there she go. And then, or actually, <laughs> no, she was facing the wall. This is the funny thing. She was facing the wall and I was like, okay, I can't see her face. Like pictures and real life is totally different. So what uh, I'm playful and I'm joking. So like, I walk up behind her like I know her and I'm, I, I tag her. I'll just like hit her shoulder real quick and she turns around with the biggest smile and I'm like, hey, it's me Malik and here's your flowers and da 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 my!" She's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. It's nice to meet you. And then, um, yeah, we sit down with Ethan and his wife and we're just talking, having a good time. And then like, it's weird because instantaneously the vibes was just there. We were just we were just cool with one another. There was no type of awkwardness. Like mm-hmm. we were playful. We were flirty. We um came back with Monica and Ethan back to the house and had pizza, had a great time. And um we ended up actually the following morning. I had asked her the night before, I was like, Hey, if you're if you don't mind, do you want to get brunch? And she's like, Yeah, I would like to get brunch. I was like, Oh, snap, okay. Cool. <laughs> I guess I guess the first date went good. So we ended up going on a first date down to a, a nice uh breakfast spot. And um ever since then we were just like um one thing that really set her apart, she was like always like hitting me up like after trying to FaceTime me like during lunch. And I'm like this usually never happens. Like she was like letting it be known she was interested. So every day, like at lunch, we would FaceTime and just talk and be like, Hey, how's your day going? What do you got planned? And I'm like, Oh man, this girl, this girl really likes me. And I was like, okay, I like, I kind (laughs) of like her back too. You know what I'm saying? uh, Nah, not kind of, but I'm I'm just saying it was like, it was like refreshing because i never like Mm -hmm. gotten that like, per like she was pursuing me like she was letting Mm -hmm. me know that like i like you i want to pursue just you and like this is like my full intent with you and then i reciprocated it back and i think it was august of 2022 where our first date was and then i believe what was it september Mm -hmm. it was september 9th that um that following september 9th where we officially like made it official boyfriend girlfriend and then i proposed in september of 2023 and then after the proposal we were like hey like we don't want like uh, we discussed it and we didn't want like a a long engagement period and we were looking to buy a house and it's uh, always better to be able to buy a house like once you're you're married rather than being in a single marital um status so we um prior to that Even prior to us even thinking about engagement, we told each other, we were like, hey, like, I'm looking to be with you long term. Are you trying to do the same with me? I don't have eyes for anybody else. Like, is this something serious? Is this something that you want to pursue? And we both agreed, like, we just wanted each other. And we were like, if we know what we want, then why don't we just, like, pull the trigger and go for it? And that's exactly what we did. And that's when I just decided to propose that we went ring shopping. I planned out the whole proposal for, like, a month or two proposed to her down near the beach. And then two months later, we planned that same wedding we were talking about earlier in two months. And we've been here ever since. And it's been going great. And, and now yeah. you're married. Yeah. Now I'm married. Later, I'm
2: married. Four days later. Four days later. Yeah, and
3: we are married, you know what I mean? And then, funny enough, like, uh, um, I told you I was getting orders. Like, my orders were set too, like, while we were dating. Oh, really? My orders were set to go to Florida. So I had to call, like, my people and be like, hey, like I need to switch. I just I didn't tell them that I obviously I was like, yeah, hey, I met this girl, but I was like, hey, there's like there's plans that came up, and I need to stay in San Diego. And they were like, are you sure? And I was like, hey, we got you these orders. Are you sure you want to stay? And I was like, yes, just keep me here in San Diego, and it worked out. Nah. I ended up getting um, orders down here in San Diego and staying here for the next few years.
0: And I didn't know about any of this. Yeah, it so- wasn't like it wasn't even like, oh, now I know about. That he has ordered to go to Florida. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. Let's talk about maybe him staying here. It was like he felt like there was something special between us. Yeah. And he was the one that made the decision to stay in San Diego.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cause so I have we- family all on the East Coast. So that's why I wanted to go to Florida to yeah. be them. But then when at I remember. We
2: at what point did you make that call then? Like, right after that first meeting?
3: I would say probably after like. The first month, the first okay. month or two of like dating, because there's like a process before you get like actually accepted for the orders, and um I was still in limbo as far as getting accepted, mm-hmm. but I got word that there was a really good chance of me getting the orders, so I called them and was told them like, hey, cut those orders, like I don't want those orders anymore, <laughs> like I want to stay here in San Diego, you see what I'm saying? And um yeah, um I have Rianne here, I have a lot of friends, family here as well. So I was like, it make it makes sense. I want to start my like mm-hmm. laying down some roots there in San Diego as well, and starting my own life. So that's the decision I made, and it was a pretty good decision. I, say, <laughs> I hope sure. so. <laughs> pretty good decision.
2: That's awesome. It's so fun to hear the the history and the background, and like it's just so cool too that, um, I mean Malik, for you to be like, yeah, this is something special. And to follow that instinct. And now here we are, like after the wedding, that's just so cool and so special to hear the story. And I think I didn't, I don't know, there's a lot of new things I learned in
0: that too. So yeah. it's fun to oh. hear. It's fun to hear the story. I think both of our relationships, we've had to have very open communication and big conversations right off the bat. Like for Malik, being in the military was something, was a career that I had no idea what it entailed. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it made me nervous because I told him, I was like, if this is your dream to be deployed and to travel and to uh, be away, I'm not going to stop you from your dream. Mm-hmm. But I also need to, I owe it to myself and I owe it to you to tell you that it's not my dream. And it'd be very difficult for me to fall in love with the guy and pursue a life where it would just be him traveling all the time and I would be mm-hmm. at home by myself. And we had that conversation two weeks into dating, like, well, just dating, not even making it official. We made it official when he told me that he was going to stay in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Like that was like, wow, thank you for making that sacrifice for me. Now I know that this is, this can go somewhere as a relationship. And that makes me think about your relationship because Jake, I know that Ellie told me that right after college, you had a project in Colorado and she was about to go back to Minnesota to start her full-time job as well. So it's like, that's a huge transition from when you are just beginning to build your relationship together. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear a little bit from you about what that transition was like and how that those conversations went.
1: Yeah, it was, I guess I'm going to go back a little further than that because we each, you know, in between our junior and senior year, I had an internship in Colorado and I know you were mm-hmm. back in Minnesota working for Cargill. Um, so we each already kind of had plans cause I had gotten a full-time offer from the company I still work with today. So I knew going back for senior year, like, all right, get your degree, get done with school, move back to Colorado. Like, mm-hmm. and we met senior year and it's like they say, you know, you you find your one when you're least looking. Yes. And that's kind of kind of how it worked out for us. And yeah, I mean, we started dating three months before we graduated. You know, a month into dating, COVID had officially hit the United States. Everything's in lockdown. We're doing school online. And we, we had to have a lot of those conversations as far mm-hmm. as, all right, are we going to do long distance? And then, you know, we were on the same page for all of them. And then it turned into... You know, who's going to move where? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Uh, after three months, too, I feel like that's kind of crazy. Right. Or before three months. I mean, you moved out here at three months. Right.
1: But yeah, I mean, they were serious conversations that, you know, a year before we were having them, I never thought I'd be having.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those are big conversations. And like, I'm going to ask you the same question. But like, how did you feel when those conversations were being brought up? Because in the context of like our modern dating society, I feel like a lot of people shy away from those big conversations of what's going to happen next? How are you going to fit in my life? How are we going to, you know, be together as each other's partners if we were to make it work, right? Like, I feel like yeah, you want to enjoy the moment, you want to have fun, but it's also important to know where each other's goals and priorities mm-hmm. are to be able to, like, know where they're headed. So w- what were those initial feelings when those conversations were brought up?
1: Um, I think for me, I mean, they're – I think you could say they're tough conversations to have because, you know, do you start those conversations? Do I st- start those conversations? How are they going to go? Hopefully we're on the same page. But I think we had them early on and not only that but we were aligned on a lot of those conversations mm-hmm. if not all of them I mean you know if yeah. if we didn't have the same feelings about each other and the same interests and the you mm-hmm. know the same hope for our future we would not have made it far but mm-hmm. we had those conversations and
3: mm-hmm.
1: we're here today
0: yeah 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 you never know until you try
1: right
2: yeah and i think like Like what you said, Rianne, is in the modern dating world, it's kind of like – well, I don't know. It seems like sometimes situations can be passive where then you don't speak what's on your mind because you're like – and like what Jake said too is, do you bring it up? Do I bring it up? But I think that was such a key is like being vulnerable and maybe you're not on the same page, but like it's so important to have those conversations. We found out we are on the same page and – it brings you closer together because then you know each other's intentions. Exactly. And like, week, like what you said, how Rian was FaceTiming you all the time, like to be able to have that communication and know each other's intentions was so important when you're having those like future determining conversations yeah. for your relationship.
3: For yeah, sure. For sure.
2: How did you feel
0: when I brought those conversations up to you?
3: I wasn't fond of those questions. <laughs> I, I was really fond of those. And the thing is, is that because like in the past, like, um, like Rihanna is the first, like woman that I've brought home to like my parents and stuff like that. And that's the only reason why that was, is because of just like who she is as a person. And once again, like I knew that she, um, was wife material and who I was looking for as far as a wife. Um, but in the past I was, you know, casually dating and those conversations never came up and it was just like, go with the flow type deal. You know what I'm saying? So when I, when she was, like once again applying that pressure I was like oh my god like I'm not trying to have these conversations right now I'm like I'm I'm in love with the what would you call it the uh what's the phase called the honeymoon phase I was like I'm loving this honeymoon phase but she's hitting me with these real questions mm-hmm. and then I had to look at myself and I had to be like yo like is she really the one like is this really someone who you see you can build a future with build a family with someone that you want to bring home to your family and um, once I had those conversations with myself and literally just checked all those boxes and wasn't afraid at that point, because like in the past you'll, you, so, like some questions like that will pop up. Um, and you'll be like, "Uh, do I really want to do this? Like, do I want to give up like my life and
1: mm-hmm. my
3: time to do like, to commit to this? Whereas with her, I was like, there's no question about it. Like I would love, I would love to do this life with her. Like, it's easy. It was like easy, uh, easily check in the box, an easy decision for me. I wasn't hesitant. There was no questions about it. But um, once we had those conversations, and as we continue to grow, grow in our relationship, I learned that those conversations like are heavily needed because, mm-hmm. like, let's say for instance, I was I wasn't ready. I would be wasting her time, and that's no, mm-hmm. that's not fair to her if she wants if she knows what she wants, and I'm over here dilly-dallying and not really knowing what I want to do, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. um, once again, like we had those conversations because of her, she brought them up first and um, I felt comfortable with her and she brought it up in a very respectful and I would say um, welcoming manner to the to the point where I was like, okay, I we, as a couple, we need to have these conversations, not only about our relationship, but about anything in general that like what's going on in my mind or what's going on in her mind so that we can have a healthy relationship so once we got on the same page, just like how you referred to, excuse me, um, like it was it was smooth sailing after that. Honestly, mm-hmm. like after she brought everything up and we communicated what our intentions were with one another, every conversation like that that we needed to add was easy.
2: Mm-hmm. I sure. think that is such a strength of Rianne. Like Rianne, just knowing you and over the years of like, how you are so good at figuring out, okay, this is what I want and communicating that. And just, you're just, it's such a strength of yours to like really be able to communicate that and have those conversations and being able to, I don't know, like you said, Malik, it really strengthens the relationship because it's a, it's an exciting and like, big thing finding your person and being able to have the tougher conversations is totally key so Um, rian that you are just you're so good at that
0: thanks ellie i appreciate that and i think like when you mentioned that strength it reminds me of something that like a lot of us go through all All people like men and women of going through these tough times of dating, trying to find your person, trying to find that like a person that is going to reciprocate to those deep conversations that you bring up because I wasn't Mm -hmm. always like that. I was also passive to a certain extent where I was being so passive that it hurt me more to not ask those questions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my biggest advice for people out there. It's like when you're dating, you have to put your foot down about some of these things, even when it's not comfortable. Because even though like Malik said, it wasn't comfortable for him, but like he, in his personality and who he is as a person and you as well, Jake, like you both have that depth to be able to receive those conversations and to be able to have those that open dialogue and open conversations with us when we do bring up those questions so like there were many occasions where i brought up those conversations and i was easily shot down and maybe Mm -hmm. that's what strengthened my ability to be able to have those conversations i don't know but like it it just told me sooner that like when i am dating i had this mindset of like well might as well ask now before I get way too invested in this in this person in this situation and uh end up more hurt than I want to be right so it was almost like a self what is it like a self-protection type Mm -hmm. of aspect of it like a shield or a wall that I was putting up but honestly like I said like you had that depth to be able to receive that those conversations and receive what I was trying to uh ask of you and that's where it led us today so i think it says really highly about like your values as a person and your values in a relationship like communication being one of our biggest ones Mm -hmm. and um, i know like i said before ellie and jake like you both very value value communication and open dialogue as well so i think that's what makes like a really strong foundation to a relationship
2: Yes. In our premarital, in our, our engagement seminar, every answer, you know, like, okay, we both grew up in faith and in Bible school, you know, there's a joke that like the answer is always Jesus or whatever, like Sunday school. And they're like, oh, asking a question and you just say Jesus and you're like, oh, that's the right answer. That was communication for us at this like engagement seminar is they're like what's the key and everyone's like communication
1: yeah
2: which is so important and is so true but when it comes to like you said ryan with the depth and things like that i think one cool analogy is that we are all we are all like icebergs we are deep waters where you only see the tip of an iceberg you know if you're out at sea um if you're looking, I guess there's not icebergs in San Diego, <laughs> but like if you're looking out at sea and you see icebergs, like the majority of it, 90% is under the waters. And so getting to know each other's deep waters, like not just what you see, but like thoughts, feelings, um, your lenses, like we all have different lenses based on how we grew up, different dating situations, relationships. Um so being able to communicate and have those conversations is how you really access those deep waters, which is important. So talking about communication, one thing that is really a good tool, I feel like a good tool to about to have is love languages. And we actually got, I don't know if you know this actually, but we got a love languages book from taking our engagement seminar. Yeah. Yeah. And I started reading it. and. It's so cool to read about. Um, I don't know. There might be some people who aren't familiar with the love langu- love languages, but there are five different love languages that pretty much you can take a quiz online or in this book that help you figure out like what are the key ways that you feel and receive and give love and help your partner feel that love. Um, and I feel like a lot of people do know what the love languages are, but. I think that's a really cool topic to bring up, too, and how um, along with communication, that's another tool in our tool belt you can use to really better understand each other and um, like, thrive because we want to thrive.
1: For those listening, what are the five love languages?
2: So we have physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, and acts of service.
0: Oh, my love languages are words of affirmation and acts of service. What are
3: yours? I like physical touch and act of service.
2: Nice. I think one thing, too, in the love languages is like being able to know each other's, you know how they can best. Feel that appreciation and love. And I mean, we're talking in romantic relationships because obviously we have our – we've got the fiance and the husband on today, but you can utilize it in so many different other relationships because say like for me, my top one is words of affirmation, but that might not be Jake's top one. So if I'm only giving words of affirmation, he might not feel that in the way that he wants to. So
0: for sure. It's a very – Yeah, very funny. And we've had to learn that about each other. Mm -hmm. But Jake, what are your love languages before we move on?
1: Um, I would say mine would be the quality time.
0: Quality Mm -hmm. time.
1: I love
0: it. I think he
2: has to officially take the quiz. I do. (laughs) We
0: should have done that before this. But But that's okay. I mean, like, if you know that, if that's what your intuition is telling you, that's important. Like, I I feel like that's a big part of it Mm -hmm. too. But yeah, we had to learn how to love each other based off of like how we feel appreciated which is Mm -hmm. like what the love languages show and it was and still is like a learning experience for both of us because it's like when he likes to be really cuddly that's how he shows love but like I like to know what he's feeling and Mm -hmm. when he tells me what he's feeling and what's in his head that makes me feel loved and I feel like I can probably properly know how to love him in those mm-hmm. c- circumstances when maybe he just wants a hug rather than talking through his feelings. Yeah. Which I
3: struggled with at at first just because of like that's another conversation we had to have, just how I was raised as far as just how like quote unquote a man is supposed to act and carry himself. Um, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be stoic, you're not supposed to cry, you're not supposed to show your emotions to your to your woman, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be that rock. And, um, like, um, I – not just with Rianne, but I started to learn it by myself. But it was hard to, like, do that, uh, I guess, transition 100% Mm -hmm. by myself. And I'm still battling with it in certain times today, but it's gotten way better as far as, like, just being able to, like – when I am going through like hard times, I don't always have to be the foundation. Like that's why Mm -hmm. we're in this union together. Like sometimes she's going to be the foundation and Mm I'm going to have to lean on her because I'm not having Mm -hmm. the strongest day. And then some vice versa, she might have to lean on me because she's feeling very down and I can be there to support her in any way she, she can. So, or I can. So um, it's all about, um, I didn't really know about, Um, the love languages but like once we actually sat down and talked about it and saw the different types and how each other likes to be loved in certain ways or likes to be treated in certain situations it does I feel like it does help as far as like how you sure you should move as far as certain ways you need to like approach or treat your partner in certain situations Mm -hmm. yeah for Mm -hmm. sure
1: I think too with the you know Ties into understanding each other's love languages, but going back to the marriage class that we took, there were several categories where, you know, each partner would kind of split up with where they are on a certain spectrum of like seven different categories. And for example, like I don't remember what the specific category was, but you know, you're very outgoing and oh. extroverted and <laughs> yeah. I'm very introverted. I wouldn't say I'm that's hard for me introverted, to me. but
2: yeah, I feel like you're you're outgoing are you talking about like processing like external yeah. process? so like was... processing like it sounds <laughs> like Rian. maybe you're the same way Where like i externally process where i'm like
0: okay you're having a bad day let's talk it through me where too Jake yeah i'm like let's sit than... down i need to talk yes. about it right now and yes. he is so much of an internal processor too yes. like he just Sits and thinks, and it drives yes. it like freaks me out because then I go into overdrive and I overthink about all the things that like he's trying to think about. Yes. I overanalyze the situation, and it makes me more stressed, and he's more stressed because he <laughs> can't put his feelings into words. So it's just
1: it's kind of a cycle.
0: Yes,
2: same. And
1: and, and that's exactly. very much like how we are because it's like yeah, it, we always say you have golden retriever energy. I, yes, but for me, it's like yeah, like if I have a bad day. It's, I shut down and it's, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, exactly. that's my way to get through a bad day is yeah. like, just don't talk about it. I'll wake up tomorrow. It's a new day. Like, I Absolutely. don't need to, you know, outline what went wrong or mm-hmm. how it was a bad day. It's and I'm just, like, tell me everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's nothing. That's mm-hmm. the other thing is like, just understanding that, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's different how we each process. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And figuring out. Yeah. Figuring out the sweet spot of that, too, where you both feel like you're um, heard and understood and, like, receiving what you need in a partnership. But that was one thing, too, when we were walking on the beach in San Diego and we were talking about, like, we <laughs> were, like, I just kept going on and on and on about, like, making plans of potentially moving and Jake was just going like, uh huh, uh huh, and I'm like, you need to give me something, and he's like, I'm just internally thinking, and I'm like, think <laughs> out loud, please. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, it's, I are- like I can relate because, like, what it is, you'll you'll like, Rianne will present me like if we're going through like maybe a rough patch, maybe a, a small argument, or if not even argument, just like an idea of what we need to do as far as stuff coming up in the upcoming weeks, this weekend, uh, whatever the case may be, like you give me all this information, I have to think about it. And then I want to think and come up with the most valid way to like say it. I just don't want to be like give trying to give you a quick solution to something. You see what I'm saying? So I have to process everything, see what makes sense in my head, and then present what's going through my head. Like I can't it's just information right over yeah. and then
0: yeah, when, when he sits there, I'm like, are you listening to me? Yes.
3: And I'm listening, I'm just like internalizing everything. Like I have to be quiet and just think about it. And then I can give you the most rational idea of what's going on in my head. And you know and I mean? that's like to your point. So Saturday morning, you know,
1: before your guys' wedding, we're walking on the beach. And every minute it's like, "Oh my god, we should move here. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, can you imagine walks on the beach every day?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then finally she's like, "You got to give me something." And I was like, you're just casually talking about picking up life and moving to San Diego, and it's like where we live. It's expensive. Like that's what's running through my head.
3: Exactly, you're going like, like, through my head. Right. <laughs> we got to like, figure out a way to pick up all our furniture, all our pets. Let all our let our parents know we move in here. We don't have any pets. We got to figure out. You know, I'm talking about from I'm talking about from their perspective, and then I, I don't have, have any pets. And either. then I got to figure out we doing Where we are gonna live at? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, anyway. right. you'd have to find a new job. A but job. You know, in yeah. my head, I'm like, just dream with
3: me. <laughs> just like,
2: just let's let's think of, let's just you know dream together. Anyway, like, I'm
3: here with you. But let let, yeah. me, let me let's process all of this and like take it one by one. Oh,
0: yes, this right. makes me very curious about your human designs. Like, I think I think Ellie will need to have our guys do their own human design chart because me and Ellie are both generators and what that means mm-hmm. is that like we are the energizer bunnies of the world we'll think and curate ideas and like literally have all of this energy to do things and just like blah 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 blah, talk your ears <laughs> off about the ideas that we have <laughs> and like that's how we feel recharged and energized and like yeah. the little spark that we have and you guys are both like very introspective where you're just taking all of that in and processing processing it while we're like what are you thinking about <laughs> yeah. do you how have an idea how-
1: yeah <laughs> uh, that's that's the thing too is it's like there were always loaded big questions it's never yeah. just like oh what do you want for dinner it's really like blessed. hey do you want to pick I need up if you say no i'm sad if you say yes like we're moving in a week and it's <laughs>
0: no <laughs> but
2: yeah anyway i think that's a A good point too that you brought up, Jacob, like just the processing because love languages you know that is such a good tool of knowing that, but then also understanding that there's so many other things that go along with it of how you how we are as humans, our personalities and our human design, like you said, Ri, there's so much we are complex people, and um being able to just complement and work together is is amazing yeah Yeah. for sure
0: like you know uh same with all relationships it's not always fairy tale wedding engagement fun times giggling on a podcast you know there are really really tough times and things that we've talked about that are like difficult um and of course such as life but like i think it brings us so much closer when we do have those conversations Mm -hmm. and like you mentioned ellie like we're deep waters we're Deep people and each day we're discovering something new about ourselves in different parts of the water and every day we find out something new about our partners as well so Mm -hmm. I think what's important is that like we both of us like I feel like we see the each other's relationships as a partnership and that's something that I've always talked about as being like a very important value to me. Like I want mm-hmm. a partner. I want somebody that I can do life with. I want somebody that's going to be at my side, supporting me, cheering on my goals and my dreams and having fun traveling together with like, not just like a spouse, but a partner.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Malika- it. You don't even feel like we're spouses. Like,
0: Your
2: besties for
3: the rest. I I feel like I'm over here with my best friend and we just doing life together. Yeah. We love each other. You know what I mean? That's what keeps it fun at the end of the day. I don't look at it as like how like my aunties or uncles back in the day were like wife and dad and there was like roles assigned to you're the man, you're supposed to do this and Mm -hmm. you're you're supposed to do that. You know what I mean? In certain instances, maybe, but in retrospect, like we are, we are, um, We're just, like, best friends, and we come together as partners just to make this thing work, you know what I mean, for the the both of us, for the best for both of us. No Mm -hmm. matter how good or bad anything we are going through, we're going to get through it as partners, you know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm. I think that's so beautifully put, and Malik, what you said earlier, too, of, like, you have different... like you just support each other in different times. Like I don't think it's fifty fifty. It's sometimes it's seventy thirty. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's yeah. you know, you you just ebb and flow together and are each other's foundations, which is awesome. Absolutely. So it's so fun having you both on and just for everyone to get to know you guys better and just hear your thoughts and passions and yeah. all the fun things. So the last question we have for you is what are, what is something that you're looking forward to? I know for you guys, like it's a, there's so many new, exciting things happening, you know, newlywed stage just were married like four days ago. Um, and that's a huge thing that just happened. So it might be crazy to be like the next thing. I don't know, but Malie, what is- from here. <laughs> <us to> <laughs> um, what is something you're looking forward to?
3: Um. It's crazy. I can't just do one thing. There's two main things that I'm looking forward to. So the first one is whenever we get our apartment, we got to get this puppy. We got to get this dog. (gasps) I'm looking forward to this dog. dog? It's a very funny story. I wanted a Rottweiler. I want a guard dog. She thinks it's cute. But when I I brought it up to her, she's like, oh, it's too big. It's going to drag me down the road. Like, I can't (laughs) do that. So I'm like all right i was trying to like sell her on it like nah nah i could train it don't worry about it but then we uh we settled on a a cavapoo which is like a king charles cavalier and a poodle so it's Mm. like a medium-sized small kind of dog that i could i could i could rock with you know what i'm saying so (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and see if we could find one of those once we get our place but um the main thing what the main thing is definitely traveling with her you know what i mean and seeing these different these different areas we definitely said like we want like once again like it it has only been like a year and a half a year and some change like total as far as our relationship but at this um what we want to do is is continue to build foundation and just enjoy our marriage and enjoy Mm -hmm. getting to learn one another still you know what i'm saying and then um yeah and that includes like just once again getting to know each other and traveling mm-hmm. and seeing the world i always that's the one one of the main reasons why i joined the military is to travel and see the world so now that i have a partner to do it with that's definitely like on our list for sure it's just traveling yeah. everywhere and just we tell them building what we're doing
0: for a honeymoon
3: yeah you know yeah. Yeah, you could go ahead and tell them. Talk, go ahead, and tell the bosses where we're going for our honeymoon. Where we
2: going? <laughs> tell the bosses where you're going? going to Punta Cana. Ooh. Ooh, that's
0: so fun. I know you guys are in the height of your engagement period. Wedding planning is at like is on the prowl right now. How are things? Um what what are you guys most looking forward to in this next stage of your lives?
1: Um, I would say the two things would be, one, the wedding. I mean, kind of a big one.
0: Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of
1: a big one. Yes. Um, and then the other thing would be finally moving in together. Mm. Um, You know, been dating for a long time, been doing long distance in one way or another for the 80, 85% of our relationship. So, I mean, to finally be able to live in the same place and not Mm -hmm. have to travel and live together it's yeah it's gonna be awesome
2: yeah i'm so excited to like grocery shop and we can like do home projects i mean we're just gonna be renting but to like go to lowe's together and get i don't know just the random day-to-day stuff that you do because i feel like dating long distance you don't do those things because you're like okay we have two days together we need to like you know yeah, yeah like do all yeah. these things and so just to be able to do like the normal things like fix something mow the lawn which there's like no grass here but anyway just the normal things that you can do in the day-to-day life i'm so excited. sure
0: enjoy the little things yeah
1: and i'm gonna go for some bonus points here so this one's a ways away but like malik said um eventually getting a dog
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I have been obsessed with golden retrievers for quite some time. She's so obsessed. My mom was allergic to dogs growing up, so I never had one. And then super brownie points. Not that I need them. Uh, moving to San Diego.
2: <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yes, having a dog would be very exciting. You never know. I see lots of golden retrievers in San Diego. Really? Well, it was so fun having you both on the podcast. I feel like we definitely need a part two if you both are
3: Absolutely. willing someday. Us, I'll be here. <laughs> it just, it just can't, can't, it can't conflict with the Eagles. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm great during the spring, but falls are tough.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun just hearing, you know, seeing, learning more about you both and just being able to talk All the happy and tough things about relationships, which is so fun to be able to talk about. And I'm sure, I mean, we found some points of relation and I'm sure people listening are like, yes, I feel that too. So, so nice. So thank you both so much for joining us on this wonderful BYOB Thursday. And Malik, Hmm. I hear you have an affirmation to end the episode with.
3: Um, this is a really good affirmation. Um, it's very simple, but it's something that I, uh, battle with like just by myself and even like in a relationship as well. Um, and the affirmation is today from Malik and Rian Nicholson is going to be, I am enough. I will stay steadfast. Um, just, um, always reminding yourself that everything that you have done, everything that you're working on is enough. A lot of people, including myself, um, tend to, um, just focus on the angle rather than the journey of what they've done so mm-hmm. far and give credit to their, their selves for what they've accomplished so far. And, um, just stay with it. Stay, stay, um, in love with the journey, um, rather than the finish line. Cause the finish line mm-hmm. is always going to be there. Just f- fall in love with the process and fall in love with just, um, the process of getting better and evolving as a person or in a relationship or whatever. Just in general, just stay true to the process, and the finish line will come. So, once again, the affirmation for today's episode is: I am enough, and I will stay steadfast.
2: Mic drop. That was so good. Thank you, Malik. I love hearing the the perspective behind it too. And I feel like you need your own podcast. Like hype us up every day with that. It's oh, <laughs> so good. Don't
0: let it get to his head.
2: It
3: might tell me soon. You never <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> we're gonna
1: have a guys only episode so
3: might have, hey man it might be coming soon ellie that's a good idea
0: you guys are funny we'll see we'll see
2: but <laughs> thank you both for joining us for today's episode yes. and we're so happy to have this like we said a time capsule of you know four days after the wedding and just being able to talk with you both so thank you both and thank you everyone for listening We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and could learn something new about the guys, about us. And if you want to continue the conversation and keep it rolling and maybe, you know, be in the know about a potentially only guys episode, we'll see about that.
1: Not potentially. (laughs) It's happening. Um,
2: (laughs) Follow us on Instagram at Be Your Own Boss Podcast and on our Facebook community, BYOB colon Be Your Own Boss Podcast community. And we'll see
0: you over there. Make sure you hit that follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you can get notified on when the Solo Guys podcast (laughs) episode is coming out. Um, But of course, we will always see you on BYOB Thursdays. We love you guys. Thank you for keeping up with us. And we'll talk to you next time.
3: Cheers, bosses. Peace, bosses.